Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. If oil at 107 a barrel doesn't slow the economy down, what might? The economic prospects of four or maybe five dollar gallon gas. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Constellation Energy, committed to customer choice and powering America's clean energy future through investments in natural gas, nuclear, wind, solar, and efficiency technologies. And by Chevrolet, maker of the new Volt, which plugs in anywhere and goes everywhere. Available in select markets. Details at ChevyVolt.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kyle Rizdal. It's Monday, today, the 7th of March. Good, as always, to have you with us. Oil prices bumped right up against $107 a barrel today in New York. Missed it by that much, just a nickel, 106.95 at the close. Rising crude, as you know, has put a bit of a damper on stock prices, but so far there hasn't been much noticeable effect out in the real economy, the one where consumers live. We asked Marketplace's Elisa Roth what it may take for that to change. It may not be oil prices we should worry about, but gas prices. Jeffrey Cleveland is chief economist at Payton & Regal, which is a money management firm. My main concern is the impact on the consumer, not so much on the inflation side, but on the consumer spending side. He says spending by regular people is the key to the recovery. He thinks we might stop spending if oil were to get up into the $150 a barrel range. He says the effects would be broad. A pullback in auto sales, and that could feed through into U.S. economic growth. A pullback in miles driven, you could see that impact. Basically, high gas prices force Americans to spend differently. Ken Goldstein is at the Conference Board, which is a nonprofit business research organization. He thinks the economy would notice oil at $120 a barrel. That's when uh, it would begin to, uh, you know, really start to uh, impact our, our lives in the sense of the money going to the gas tank, if it costs 50 or $75 to fill up that gas tank, that's money that's not available to fill up the grocery cart. It'll take much longer for high oil prices to show up in other parts of the economy. Goldstein says we can also feel a little reassured because if natural gas and coal prices were higher, then we'd really be in trouble. In New York, I'm Elisa Roth for Marketplace. We'll take a turn now from oil prices that are rising to Wall Street stars who are falling. This week, hedge fund manager Raj Rajaratnam is set to stand trial for what federal prosecutors are calling the biggest insider trading investigation ever. And prosecutors are off to a good start. Nineteen people have already pleaded guilty in the case. But Roger Rodham is the star defendant, and his trial puts hedge fund managers back in the unwanted spotlight. Are they trading geniuses, as they would have you believe, or do they just use their connections to score information to goose their returns? Our New York Bureau Chief Heidi Moore reports. Think of Raj Rajaratnam as the Mark McGuire of Wall Street. In the same way that McGuire kicked off the doping scandal that swept through baseball, Rajaratnam's trial shows that the government is cracking down on insider trading among hedge funds. Chris Whalen, the founder of Institutional Risk Analytics, says investors pay dearly to keep their money with hedge fund managers, so they expect magic and sparkle dust. There are a lot of funds out there who try and increase their odds of success by cheating. And they're under enormous pressure to do so. Rajaratnam forged tight ties with the tech industry as an investor. Now the government accuses him of using those connections to make $45 million in illegal profits between 2003 and 2009. 
Eric Breslin, a partner with law firm Dwayne Morris, says tight industry ties can often present a problem for hedge funds because they're less regulated. What is the line between really good and and foresighted analysis and trading on inside information? The line can be very, very narrow. You can have one two-minute telephone call and make yourself a tremendous amount of money. Hard to pass up. Rajaratnam beat the market almost every year since 1992. Returns like that, says Chris Whalen, are too good to be honest. An honest manager is going to be as wrong as many times as they're right. At the heart of the government's case are hundreds of wiretaps. That's a technique usually used in mob cases. So perhaps the government sees Rajaratnam less as Mark McGuire and more as John Gotti. In New York, I'm Heidi Moore for Marketplace. Jury selection for the Roger Ottenham case begins tomorrow, and we've gotten a hold of the juror questionnaire, which does, I promise you, include this question. How honest do you think Wall Street executives are? You can share your answer with us.